Welcome to the Think Wealthy Podcast. I'm your host, David Prail. The Think Wealthy Podcast is sponsored by YDLP Investments, the home of the $10,000 commercial real estate investment. Hello and welcome back to the Think Wealthy Podcast. I'm your host, David Prail. And today we're talking about the capital stack. This is a topic which is often discussed fairly easy to understand, but it can sound kind of scary. At its core, though, it's really simple. In short, the capital stack is the arrangement of funds used to purchase a piece of real estate. So for example, if you purchase a home and make a 30% down payment and borrow the rest from the bank, the capital stack of that purchase would be 70% of the debt from the bank and 30% of the cash from you. The bank will have a first lien position. This means that you own the building, but the bank has some rights over the owner. So for example, if you cannot make the mortgage payments, the bank has the right to claim your house. In quote, capital stack terminology, it said that the bank is lower on the capital stack. This is to say that the capital stack is is envisioned as um, layers stacked one on top of each other with the lowest positions on the stack having the most rights to the property and the higher positions having less rights. Fundamentally speaking, those with the lower standing on the stack because their rights are higher they stand to make less. For example, in the case of the bank, the bank collects its interest rate, whatever that is. A few, half a year ago, a year ago, it may have been 3%. Now it's 5 or 6%. But that's all they're going to get. They can't make more than that. As opposed to a homeowner, if the value goes up, they make a lot more money. The flip side of that is the bank is much more secure. If a bank lends at 70%, the building has to lose 30% of its value before the bank starts losing on its principal. So their position is more secure, and if anything happens, they can claim the property from the owner. The piece on top of that was called the equity position, and we'll get into uh, different types of equity later, but for our example, there's basically just senior debt and equity. Senior debt meaning what the bank gave, and equity meaning what the owner put in, the equity holder, they stand to make all the profit if it goes up, and but if anything happens, they lose money a lot faster. So just by way of example, if that house, let's say, loses 10% of its pro- of its value, so a person buys the house, let's use some numbers here to make it a little bit more concrete. You buy a house for $100,000. Nice, simple number. The bank puts up $70,000, you put in $30,000. Now the, the house loses 10% of its value. So the bank, bank still is doing fine. The house still is worth $90,000. The bank only lent $70,000. The bank is secure. You as the homeowner, though, just lost a lot of money because you'd say, well, it only went down 10%, but it just lost $10,000. Now it's worth $90,000. If you were to sell the house today and pay off the bank, you'd only have $20,000 in your pocket when you laid out thirty originally. You just lost a third of your money. The flip side is if the house goes up by 10%, 
and you sell it for $110,000, the house only went up by 10%, you just made 33% on your money. Right? That's the, the beauty of leverage. So that's a, a, a basic capital stack. Now, sometimes there are more than one lenders, in which case you can have one lender lower on the capital stack and another one higher on. Um, if you have basically just two lenders, the second lender can be called a secondary lien position. Usually the, the secondary lender, because they're secondary to a typically larger first lien position, they will demand a higher interest rate in order to make that risk worth the reward. Now, the secondary lender can only exercise their rights if the first-tier lender is fully paid up, and then the borrower defaults on the payments to the second lender. There's a class of financing called mezzanine financing, which is typically second-tier financing. A person will take 70 or 75% from the bank and then get another 10 or 15% from a mez lender. There is one more type of, of equity that we haven't discussed yet, we'll get to next time, called preferred equity. I've been seeing a lot more of these lately, deals that have a component of that, and those are very important to understand. So we're, next time we're going to dive into, into preferred equity, what it is exactly, and, and I'll see you there. Thanks so much for joining me today. I hope you learned something of value. If you've gained from this podcast please do me a huge favor and leave a five-star review. If you feel that I haven't earned that five-star review, please reach out and let me know how we can earn your recommendation. Until next time, I'm David Prell, and thank you again for joining me today on the Think Wealthy Podcast, sponsored by YDLP Investments.